0: This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1905. We hope you'll use this impressive English grammar. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection, with your American host, What are your
1: hopes and dreams? What do you hope to leave behind when you're gone? These are big questions and you need the skills to talk about them. Listen in to get three grammar structures for using hope in English.
0: What's going on, Aubrey? What's shaking?
1: Oh, I have a question for you, Lindsay. This is a good one. I can't wait to hear your answer. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> We're diving I'm ready. right in. I'm ready. What do you hope will change about American culture in the next few years?
0: Mm. Well, usually when I get a question like this, it's about what I've most recently thought about or consumed. Totally. So I just listened to an episode today of The Daily about single family homes and how expensive it is, how hard it is to buy a home now in the U.S., right? And how that's changed since the 50s, the 60s, the 70s. So I hope in our culture, we find a way to make it again accessible for people, average people, like middle income people to own a home.
1: Oh, I agree so much. I have friends that are in that, mostly the children of my friends, but are right there where they would love to buy a home and absolutely cannot get approved for the type of loan. It's just so expensive for even
0: small homes. Yeah, it's crazy. We have a whole debate going on. We have this term NIMBY, right, that I've been reading a lot about this term, the the not in my backyard crowd, the crowd Mm -hmm. that doesn't want more housing built. They don't want multifamily housing units built. And then we have the side where people want, we need more supply, right? We don't have enough housing supply in our culture. Um, But when we add more supply, the value of all of our homes, those of us who have bought homes obviously goes down. So I hope this issue gets resolved in our yes, country. And
1: that's new for me, this acronym NIMBY. It so is. I'm
0: glad you brought that up. Yes, I haven't heard that before. Oh, it's all over to, the news these days.
1: I yeah. Don't, I don't watch the news all that often. <laughs> um, it, it, well, it, makes me, <laughs> it makes me upset and I'm so busy.
0: Let's say that's it's all over case. like news commentary, like podcasts mm-hmm. and the Wall Street Journal. Like, yeah, it's 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 really interesting. Um, yes. So guys, follow this debate about housing in the U.S. Because honestly, if we don't solve this, we have big problems. So, yes. yeah. Oh, man.
1: So, you guys noticed the question I asked Lindsay, I was asking her what she hopes will change. Mm-hmm. And we very recently got a very thoughtful question that we covered in a previous episode, 1891, mm-hmm. because the question was uh, about want, need, and hope. Mm-hmm. And we shared want and need the grammar we use lots of examples so check out 1891 if you missed it make sure to follow the podcast so you don't miss any of our amazing episodes. of course <laughs> but we promised a deep dive into hope because the grammar is a little different when you talk about what you hope for or yes. what you hope to do so today we're going to share that we're going to talk about hope
0: yeah and guys this is a key connection skill with oh, yeah. your your coworkers, your colleagues your friends your neighbors it's energizing to talk about the things that you hope for because it actually points to the next generation, your, rel- your, your children, their children, right? We can make some big statements here when we use the word hope. So we want, by the time we yes. finish today, we want you to be able to do that. Make some big, exciting statements about what you hope for.
1: Yes. Or what you hope to accomplish, because this is different from what you want to do or need to do. It's bigger. It's to big talk about what you hope to do. It's a, it's more overarching. And I agree, Lindsay, this is one of the best ways to get deeper with your connections in English with friends, coworkers. So I'm excited for you guys to have this vocabulary so you can do that.
0: Yeah. And I also think to live a better life Guys, we have to live in this place, not all the time, right? We have things, I things I have to do. I have to take the garbage out. Yes, but I should spend some time thinking about what I hope for in my life. Definitely. Otherwise, I could get to the end of my life and I haven't done those things that matter. Okay, exactly. All
1: right, so let's dive into the grammar here because this is a little tricky. There are three different grammar structures when we use the this verb hope. So, first of all, of course, it's also a noun, right? I have hope, right? Mm-hmm. This is a sort of abstract sure. idea, but we're talking about the verb to hope for something. So the first grammar structure is with an infinitive, right? Yes. When we say what I hope is, and then you have to have an infinitive, which in English is to and the verb. So like what I hope is to leave behind a legacy. And yeah. your infinitive is to leave.
0: And Aubrey, to you, when someone says that, does that mean leave behind money like an estate or does that mean leave behind an idea or leave behind something you've built what does that even mean
1: <laughs> yeah i think it means your more like your reputation like okay. what people think about you how they mm-hmm. feel about you what you have accomplished that is all yes. your legacy i don't think money i think yeah. honestly i think about the movie or the play hamilton because there's a huh. big number where he talks about his legacy and what is a legacy? What does it mean to leave behind a legacy? Interesting. a really big deal for him. And he wrote all of these essays. He has a big legacy. But yeah. also, anyway, long story short, his legacy is actually not very impressive because he died in a duel that was very foolish, in my opinion. Uh-huh. Anyway, so it is interesting to think about what's your legacy? What will you leave behind?
0: Oh, that is so, this is a big, I love these big questions, right? Ask yourself this guys, when you finish today's episode, what do you want your legacy to be? Right? That's big. Um, Here's another phrase. What I hope is to earn a million dollars. And actually, you know, a million dollars is not that much money these days, right? We, we talk about them in the U.S. just to make sure that we keep ourselves in check here. But a lot of times when, a typical American thinks about retirement. They think about reaching that that point of having a million dollars in the bank. And I think by the time we retire, it's not going to be a ton of money
1: with inflation,
0: with right? Inflation it just isn't that yes, much anymore. It's not that but much. I can imagine
1: someone saying this sentence, maybe not so much like "what I hope to accomplish, end all be all," more like, "Okay, I'm starting this small business." And maybe by the end of the year, what I hope right. is to earn 000, 000, right? yes, a million dollars. Right. Because when we use hope this way with an infinitive, it is smaller. The, you know what I mean? We're not talking about big open schemes, right? It's a little
0: smaller. Right. Exactly. So it's a common benchmark, right? That people yes, might say. Love it. Totally. Okay. Is there another structure here, Aubrey, where yes. we could use hope? What is it? So the
1: second one is where we say, what I hope is that, followed by subject, verb. So for example... What I hope is that she will be kind, right? Mm. So we have that whole chunk. What I hope is that, and that's always followed immediately by the subject and the verb.
0: Yes, I love it. And then another example, guys, make sure you're writing this down, okay? What I hope is that everyone will get along. What kind of context Aubrey would we say this in? Like when uh, I, what kind of situation?
1: I think, think I just said this yesterday because I took okay. my kids to another friend's house and she had all of her kids plus some cousins so there were a whole bunch of kids, Jeez. new kids and I I'm pretty sure I said what I hope is that everyone will get along. Tell <laughs> me if not. I'll come pick up my <laughs> you kids You sound if there a are little issues. like
0: concerned there. Like yeah, what I hope
1: <laughs> What I hope is yeah. Was, it, was totally there a troublemaker sure. in
0: the group that you were worried about?
1: My sweet little son, Will, is sometimes a troublemaker. He has ADHD (laughs) Uh and he's just sort of easily distracted and all over the place and full of energy, very hyper. So sometimes he can be
0: (laughs) a little tough. (laughs) That's funny. I love that. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best, it's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line, it's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI, it's possible. Because we're already doing it, all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Okay, so we have a third way that we throw this in with some grammar. What is it, Aubrey?
1: Yes, the third grammar structure we use for hope, the verb hope, is what I hope for for is, and then that is immediately followed by a noun. For Mm -hmm. example, what I hope for is world peace.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or what I hope for is to get this job, right? What I hope for is to get the, it seems wordy for is too. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I think it's more natural
1: just to say, I hope I get this job. Yeah. (laughs) Right. The, what I hope for is very formal. Yeah, you are. We don't speak this formally usually at work or with friends. This is the grammar, but we often will shorten it and just say, "Ooh, hope I get this job."
0: Yeah, I love it. You know, when I think about this concept of hope, I think of Obama's campaign. I think that Obama ran on just that was his slogan, just, just hope or hope. something. Right? Yes. It was. Yeah, had and, the big colorful posters and right. it just said
1: "hope" in giant block letters. Yes, those posters so much, so
0: powerful. I remember just. I think we all just cried when he got elected. I, I know I did that, that you know, the, when he was first elected, that was, was that 2008? I want to say yes, 2008,
1: because I had just moved to New York City or maybe
0: 2010. I was in anyway, New York at yes. the time, too. Yeah, exactly. So such a powerful concept, right? When, especially when you're speaking to different cultures who need to be represented, um, don't underestimate hope. Right. Yes, definitely.
1: Right. And it was very related to voting because so many minorities weren't voting at the time because they felt like their voice wouldn't matter. Their one vote wouldn't matter. Yeah. Obama really got the message out that, yes, your vote matters, your voice matters. And I think people really rallied. I think there were record turnouts at the polls.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Good stuff. Okay, Aubrey, is there anything else our listeners need to know about this? There's one
1: other sort of chunk that we want to share, which is all I hope for, you're going to hear this. It's the exact same str- grammar structure for what I hope for, but the meaning is slightly different. It's bigger, right? Bigger. You're never going to say like, all I hope for is to get this job. It's not big enough. You might yeah, say, yeah. all I hope for is that my family knows I love them. Something big and overarching.
0: Mm, or all I hope for is equality, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, I love that. Yeah, so I feel like what, you know these are things people might say at the end of their lives, right? They might ask you to mm-hmm. write that in their eulogy or something.
1: You could definitely say, right. All I hope for is that I've left a legacy. All I've hoped for is my children will remember me, you know, in a positive light. Exactly.
0: I love it. I love it. This is so important because we're giving our listeners, guys, you now have the tools to talk about the big things in life that really matter. You know, what should we leave our listeners with today, Aubrey?
1: Yes, I agree so much with what you said, Lindsay, that talking about what you hope to accomplish and what you hope for is such a powerful way to build deep connections. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the grammar is tricky, so I'm glad we were able to share these grammar structures so you can break it down and make sure that you're as much as possible, trying to, you know, say it with proper grammar, but don't let the grammar worrying about this, keep you from having these conversations. It's okay. If you make little mistakes here and there, what's really important is that you do talk about this with um, people in English,
0: people that matter. Yeah, exactly. So do you, do you do any vision
1: boarding, Aubrey? I don't, I know you and I have talked about this. You do. I really should though. I feel like it would be very helpful for me.
0: They work. I'm telling you, it's so magical. They somehow they work, especially if you put your vision board right in front of you where you see it every day in your office. There's something about that. I don't know if I believe in manifesting in in those words, right? Mm -hmm. It's kind of strange, but there is something about knowing what you want in your life, saying what you hope for, putting it on paper. It does end up eventually happening because you create the conditions.
1: I do think I manifested something recently I'll just share very quickly okay I was wanting to try stand-up comedy and I just went to an open mic stand-up show but what I did was I created a little fake poster that was like me as the headliner with the time for just this open mic show and I sent it to all my friends to sort of invite them and it looked like a real comedy show with me headlining just to be funny and then I went into the open mic lots of friends came it was fun and at The end, a lady who books for real comedy shows booked me for like a paid comedy (laughs) gig. So by making that fake poster, I manifested that happening.
0: There is something to that. There is something right? to that, right? So you're spending that brain energy thinking about it happening, imagining it, and then you set up the conditions. You get the people yes. around you, and it does happen. So guys, oh, and it did make
1: me work harder, right? I like put way more effort into it because of this joke where I was like, "Oh, this is going to be a legit comedy show." There's something to that. There's where you something. Set to that. the bar higher for yourself, and then you put in
0: more effort. I love it. So that was kind of your vision board, right? Yes, that was sort right. of your vision board. So good, so good. So guys, what's on your vision board, right? Have this thought as you finish today's episode what are you envisioning for your future? What do you hope for? So good. Love that. I'm going to go think about that right now. <laughs> yes, right. Awesome, guys. And let us know on social media. This will be on YouTube. Yeah, Come
1: and comment on YouTube. Let us mm. know. What is your vision? What do you hope for? What do you hope to
0: accomplish? We want to hear it. Love it. So good, Aubrey. I'll see you in the next one. Take care. Awesome. Thanks Bye.